Welcome to the Power Kid Podcast, the premier and longest running podcast focused on the modern toy and entertainment industry. Power Kid is an award-winning design and development firm, and we are a proud member of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. Adventure Media is the publisher of your favorite industry publications, including the Toy Book, the Toy Insider, and the Pop Insider. I am your host, Phil Albritton, and I bring you great conversations with talented people making amazing products for kids. Toys, books, games, TV, movies, I bring them to you here every episode. Welcome aboard. Hello, 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 Power Kids, and welcome to another Power Kid podcast. Guys, it is my honor and privilege every week to bring you great conversations with people making great things for kids. We have a very timely and important episode today. I have on the line Mary Higby. Let me introduce you to Mary. Mary comes to the toy industry after seven years in the skincare industry, where she was the director of digital marketing. She is now the director of marketing for Goliath Games, and she leads her talented team as they create videos, photography, live and digital events to share Goliath's growing game catalog with the world. We are here today to talk about the increased demand for games and offer some advice as we work and play in quarantine Mary, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. What a pleasure to have you on, Mary. How are you doing in all of this? We are good. You know, we're staying at home. We're washing our hands. We're playing a whole lot of board games, doing a lot of video conferences, um, and just kind of adjusting to what is going to be normal for a while. That's right. That's right. We, uh, we're going to walk the line. We're going to do what we're supposed to. We're going to protect the more vulnerable uh, people in our community. Super, super important. And just want to say that out loud on the podcast. Guys, if you are not in self-quarantine, uh, do that now, please, <laughs> for, for the good of all of us. Uh, thank you, Mary, for coming on. This is a really short notice show, so I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on, talking about this important topic and very interesting things that are happening, especially in the game industry right now. I always start with the same question. We go back in time and I ask, how did you come to be involved in the toy and game industry? Um, so you mentioned that you know I was in the skincare industry for seven years and definitely learned a lot while I was there. However, with skincare, you are very, very closely watched as to what you say about your products and how you market your products. And after seven years, um, I could not think of another way to say this product reduces the appearance of fine lines, deep wrinkles, discoloration. And, <laughs> you know, that, that's really all you can say about it. Um, you know, translate it into a different language, but you're still within those constraints. Um, so when this opportunity at Goliath came my way, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a huge product catalog. And we have a huge variety of audiences that we talk to, you know, some of, you know, quote unquote, my first games like Wheels on the Bus for three-year-olds. And we continue to roll out and support products for people through all stages of life. So yeah, we have Wheels on the Bus, but we also have Sequence and Rummy Cube. We have our line of games adults play. So we're able to really speak to a huge audience about a huge number of products. 
And so that was very attractive to you to come into an industry and come into a company that just had a massive catalog of different things that you could market to different audiences and talk about it in in very unique and different ways. I, I love that. Uh, we develop a lot of different product for different age groups. And so, so excited to to hear that. Um, interested in Goliath in particular, what makes you guys unique in the industry and, and what is at the heart of the company? Um, probably the most unique thing about Goliath is that we are one of the few remaining family-owned and operated uh, toy and game companies left, which really has a positive trickle-down effect into the company and the culture as a whole, where we all, I know every company says, oh, we're a family here, uh, but we really do feel like a family. You know, from my first day, I have known that I can go to pretty much anybody in the company with a question. And not only do they say, here's your answer, but they'll say, here's how I got to this. Here's something that you may not know because you're new. Um, and it's just a very helpful company. Our motto is clever together. And I'm asked on a semi-regular basis, what does that mean to you? I think right now with um, COVID-19, we've all had to be very clever in not only adapting how we work and what we're doing, you know, right now, live events, I can't really, we can't really do trade shows or right. big um, expos or anything like that. So we're looking not only at um, what kind of digital events can we put on, but even physically looking at our games, you know, what games can translate to somebody doing, you know, say a virtual family meeting in the evening, how would they be able to play, um, you know, would they be able to play Remy Cube if only one person has the copy of the game? How would that work? Um, also relying more on technology. Right now, the Remy Cube app is free to download for 30 days. And that's a great one, especially for you know, I talk about Remy Cube, everybody's like, oh my gosh, I used to play that with my grandparents. Well, right, right, yes. right now you probably can't slash shouldn't go to your grandparents' house to play Remy Cube. But if you show them the app, y'all can play remotely and still continue that, you know, fun, bonding, memory-making time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and finding innovative ways to do that. And I think that's going to be one of the big positives that's going to come out of this situation is that this is going to drive innovation. And I love your motto, clever together. And, and I would add to that clever together, even when we can't be right, even when we can't right. be physically in the same room. How do we continue to create games, continue to enjoy each other's company? Um, just like we're doing right now, right across the across the, the wires, across the phone lines here. Exactly. Um, have you seen an increased interest in the demand for your games? And, and what does that look like? Right. Are, how are you able to? I, I know the answer to that. It is. Uh, there is an increased demand. How are you able to to manage that? And where are most people going to buy them with many stores, outlets closed um, where are you seeing the traffic come from? So we're definitely seeing a lot of traffic from um, you know, the huge retailers of Walmart, Target, Amazon, um, Meyer, stores that have a grocery selection. Because if you think about it, kind of your natural instinct is 
If you're doing your once a week run to get groceries before you return home for the rest of the week, I'm not preaching here. I'm just talking about my schedule. Um, (laughs) While you're in one of those stores, you're like, what else do I need? What else can I get while I'm here? And if mom or dad is at the grocery store and thinks, wow, the kids have been climbing the walls, I'm going to pop over to the game section and pick up a few things. Um, They may go over and pick up, say, Dragon Snacks and Banana Blast, and then their eye catches Sequence, which they may have heard about, or Rummy Cube, which, you know, they played with their grandparents, and bringing all of those home. We've also made a very concerted effort over the past week, and will continue to do so. You know, so many parents have been, I hate to say the term forced, but put into a place where homeschooling is now part of their day, and they didn't anticipate that. Um, so we're working both with internal resources that we have, as well as, um, educators to build up an educational resource on our website. I'm writing pieces for medium talking about the educational benefits that you can find from our toys and games, but also recognizing that, you know, just because your child isn't sitting in a desk at a school for eight hours a day, doesn't mean that they're not learning. So even finding those small nuggets in our games. You know, what can you extract from a game called Doggy Do, where, you know, it's a dog who poops and that's fine because (laughs) (laughs) it's it's what dogs do, but what conversations does that start? You know, does it start the conversation about why do we pick up after our dogs? What happens if we don't pick up after our dogs? What does being a good neighbor mean? So it can go, you know, from a very young age all the way through. Yeah. Well, and just for the laughs, uh, you know, we have played probably 50 games of Gooey Louie uh, since this whole thing started. I am a Gooey Louie expert and I challenge anybody out there (laughs) in a Gooey Louie duel. Uh, We just love that, you know, Bruce Lund's magical machine that that he's created there. It's a it's a great game. It just brings a smile to the face. It, it there's some levity. So let's get into it. What Goliath games are great? Let's take it from a household of adults or older kids. What would you recommend that we pick up to to fill our time, to engage our minds, and just have fun? So one of my favorite ones that we've come out with recently is called Side Effects. Um, at its core, it's a very basic word guessing game kind of mixed with charades. Um, The premise of the game, however, is that you are in a new clinical drug study and the drugs that you're taking have some side effects. So you draw two cards. One is a red pill and one is a blue pill. And as you're trying to get your teammate to guess a simple word like clock, you have to act out the side effects on those cards. So you're trying to get your teammate to guess the word clock but you have to be dancing a waltz and speaking in an outrageous French accent at the same time. Mm, Um, Nice. It's fantastic. And it really draws people out of their comfort zone. Um, We had it at Gen Con last summer and I knew it was going to be a success. I didn't know it was going to be a, we are going to sell out of all stock on hand twice success. Right. And, and very relevant for the situation that we're in right now. Side yes. effects, the kind of, kind of yes. medical theme. And along those lines, you actually have a game called Virus. And I'm really uh, curious about your experience with that from a marketing angle. How has that sold for you? Are, are we seeing an uptick in that or are people staying away? Um, you know, it was surprising. Uh, Virus has been um, a best-selling game in Spain for a while. 
And we've had it available for the past few months in the US and it's enjoyed moderate success, nothing really run away until the past few weeks when people just organically started seeking it out and buying it. Our sales of buyers over the past few weeks have gone up over 300%. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Vi- so, virus went viral. Virus went viral and I mean people people are into it and you know I was I was a little bit nervous a few yeah. weeks ago thinking okay this is on the shelves how will the public react? Well it turns out the public reacted wonderfully. Reacted like a dream. Yeah. So so let's talk about I'm really interested in the mindset. Let's chat about that a little bit. Why do we think that happened in this moment when that is uh, not to make light of this situation at all. It is, is a, it's a terrible situation that we're in, but we still have the levity as a, as a population to, to want to poke fun a little bit at, to have a little fun at that idea, right? To maybe, maybe it's a form of fighting back to say this, this is not going to get me down. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think there is that. I think, um, you know, we're all, we're all desperate for information, understanding what's happening, why it's happening, et cetera. And I think a game like virus that kind of walks you through how something does spread virally and how intensely important it is to contain it and to treat it. I think it helps, you know, as kind of a teaching tool in that way. Um, But I think also to your point, it gives us a little bit more power over what's happening around us when we can understand a little bit more. And, you know, not that COVID-19 is anything to be laughed at, but that you can, you know, sit around with your household members and play a game about a virus. It can take your mind off of what is going on around us right now. And I, I mean, obviously that's true for all games, but I think virus, um, it almost feels a little bit like you're, taking a chance by playing it. Yeah, I like that. It's it's a little bit empowering. We we've done that. I own the game Pandemic from Z-Man Games and that's uh, that's too heady. The actual rule set is too heady for my kids ages 7 and 5. But I've just kind of created a smaller uh, a smaller set of rules for that and I've used it as a teaching tool just a way to explore what we're going through as a planet and, and to talk about those things. And, and we still have fun, uh, but they're learning about this experience, I think, in a very safe way, in a very kid-friendly way. I, I hope that's what I'm doing for them, is, is giving them um, this game to play to teach them about what we're going through. And the people the right that are on the front lines that are helping us get through it, the nurses, the operations experts, the scientists that are helping us get through it. I think that is very, very important. So from uh, the child side of things, what about parents with young kids that just want to occupy their kids during the quarantine, want to find things to do, um, outlets to have fun? What would you suggest there? So, you know, if we're talking about young kids, um, two of the games that I really love are um, Banana Blast and Dragon Snacks. Um, Banana Blast won top rated by kids at Walmart last year. So it's one of their top toys and games. It's a very simple game where you are picking bananas from a tree. And if the monkey jumps out of the tree and you catch him, you get a banana bonus. Something that I love about it, though, is that on the die, you roll it and you can choose one banana or two bananas. You may have to steal a banana from another player, 
or you may have to give a banana to another player, which is a concept that isn't examined in a whole lot of games where, you know, stealing, that happens a lot in games, but the sharing, not mm. necessarily. Right, um, right. So that's a fun concept. Dragon Snacks is a cute little baby purple dragon, and he has eaten all the treasures in the forest, and he's got a belly ache, so we got to help him get those out. Um, it's not only great for color recognition, but also shape recognition. And it's one that really is great for the whole family, you know, ages four through adult. And it's a challenging game. There's a big memory component to it, but it's a lot of fun. It's very gratifying. Excellent. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned the sharing aspect of Banana Blast. Um, this this last year around Christmas time, we played Dirty Santa with a group of young kids. And Dirty Santa is, is intended to be a game where you steal, you try to get the best gift, you try to give away the gift that you don't want. It was really interesting in that moment. It ended up the kids uh, sat down after the game and tra- I don't want this one. Do you want? Oh, I want that one. And they traded and they shared. And at the end of the game, everybody walked home with something they really wanted, which I thought was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and that's just great. Uh, insight into the way that kids think that that innocence that I want everybody to play and have. I, I love that, that we can build in sharing aspects uh, to games that that we develop. And then outside of, of the games, Goliath uh, produces things like Domino Rally, which if you're looking to fill your time, <laughs> that'll do I don't it. Know, I don't know anything better uh, than Domino Rally. Uh, Arts and crafts, photo pearls is, is a great product. Uh, again, another time consumer, but you end up with this beautiful piece of beaded mosaic art that is based on photos that you can take on your iPhone, which is just fantastic. Um, one thing I think you're going to have probably an expansion of is stuff happens mm-hmm. and you have stuff happens and stuff happens parenting edition. Yeah, I think you could probably have stuff happens quarantine edition <laughs> because there are going to be those stories. We're all together, right? We're all in our homes. We've got our kids close and we're going to be able to see everything that they do. So stuff happens. Parenting edition is, is hilarious. Uh, it's things that your kids do you know your kid scored a soccer goal for the other team or your kid uh, mm-hmm. stripped in front of the neighbors <laughs> yeah so so t- tell us about that one that sounds very very funny full of just uh, a lot of laughs tell us about it sure so it's a it's a simple card game where you are presented with um cards ranking from 0 which is not that measurable at all to 100 which is Oh my gosh, this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened and <laughs> I'm going into hiding and I don't really care what happens to the children at this moment. And you have to rank different scenarios on, you know, really how bad is this? You know, your kid comes home with a possum and says, "It's our pet, can we keep it?" You know, is that better or worse than stepping on a Lego at three in the morning? Mm -hmm. Um, And what's really interesting about our um, Stuff Happens line is it was turned into a game show this past fall on TBS called The Misery Index. Um, Ah, Interesting. And it it really is. And there's um, they go a lot more into in-depth scenarios than the game does, um, but they have it backed up with news stories. You know, man accidentally inserts arm into sausage grinder. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's still not worse than stepping on a Lego. <laughs> I mean, I think it depends how you feel in the moment. <laughs> That's right. 
So good. So we've covered uh, adult, older kids games. You've got things for young children. Uh, What about educational games? Where would you point the parent that, hey, we're out of school. We need to start a homeschooling regiment, but we want to make it engaging. We want to make it fun. Uh, Educational games. What have you got? So, you know, I touched earlier on how with almost any game, you can find something educational. That's right. Um, But I would look more at... um, you know, kind of our family line of games. So Sequence and Rummy Cube, Mastermind, Triominoes, the ones that have a good amount of strategy to them, a little bit of luck, but are also ones that once gameplay is understood, it's games that kids seven or eight and older can play on their own with each other, where parents don't necessarily have to sit down and continue going through the rules and whatnot. Kids um, a valuable skill that they can gain from playing games is conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure as a child, we all attempted to cheat at a game and being children, we weren't necessarily good at it. I got busted for cheating at Candyland more times than I care to count. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't. I, ha- I have to cheat to win against my kids. <laughs> um, but being able to, you know, for kids to be able to talk it out, like, well, that's not fair that you won. Well, I won because I figured this part out. I figured out this strategy. And also it helps kids realize, you know, maybe think through the next play. It's not just randomly drawing a card and doing what the card says. It's looking at what's in front of you and making the best decision that you can with those tools and that information. Yeah, no, so good. Such such good information. So let's talk a little bit more about Goliath uh, from a big picture standpoint. Um, how are you planning out the rest of your year? What what does Goliath look like uh, through the rest of the year? What do you expect will change? Maybe what will stay the same? Um, you know, that's a good question. And I could say that um, we're shifting plans hourly. Um, sure. And it's not that we're shifting plans. It's that we're looking at different ways of how we do move forward and in what ways. And one thing that's going to stay constant is people will continue to play games. Uh, People crave that connection. They crave, and probably even more so now, they crave the mental stimulation and they crave having fun. You know, when we were talking about virus a few minutes ago and I was thinking about this, so often we are kind of programmed to not have fun, that we need to we need to be serious. We need to take this seriously. And it doesn't have to be a zero sum game. You know, humans are complex people and we can manage more than one emotion at once. So while we are taking, you know, the current status very seriously, just for our own mental health, we need to be able to step away and, you know, laugh at something ridiculous or make memories with our family. Um, So I don't see interest in board games dwindling at all over the course of this year. Um, We have some great products that we're going to be revealing over the next few months. One that I can share with you um, is called Unsolved Case Files. And this is a game for kind of teenagers and up. And you actually get an unsolved case file from a cold case. Not a real one. No one was hurt in the making of this game. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it is an evidence folder that contains police reports, witness statements, photographs, et cetera. And you have three objectives to uh, complete to solve this unsolved case. You have to um, exonerate the person who was wrongfully convicted of the crime. 
you have to find the lie or the hole in an alibi that caused them to be convicted. And then you have to get the right person convicted for the crime. And there's a really great online component where after you feel that you've solved, say, the first module and you know that, I don't know, Greg did not commit this crime, Greg is innocent, if you're correct, while you're online, a news report pops up with a reporter talking about how this amateur group of uh, unsolved crime enthusiasts has uh, cracked this decades-old cold case <laughs> and found out wow. XYZ. Oh, that's fantastic. That is and very, very cool. Yeah, and it's one that you know gets you thinking, gets you talking, gets you looking at every single detail. Yeah. Yeah. How good. How good. Exciting things ahead. And, you know, we were all sitting home. Um, you've got, you got your dog in the background. You know, it's not just the human family members. It's also the pets that we're around. Right. Um, so we're, we're getting through this, Mary. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on yes, of and course. sharing this time. Um, how can people reach out to you, reach out to Goliath, get involved, find great games to play? Um, you can shoot us an email at marketing at goliathgames.com. You can check out goliathgames.com. You can also follow us on social. Um, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, all of those fun things at goliathgamesus. Amazing, Mary. This has been an absolute pleasure. You realize you've gone from uh, reducing the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles to <laughs> increasing the appearance because of smile lines and laugh lines uh, with the games that you're out there marketing. Thank you for all you do. Um, our prayers and best wishes go out to all of those uh, suffering right now. It's a terrible situation, but hopefully we can bring some, some levity to it. We can maintain our humanity, stay healthy, stay safe, uh, both physically and mentally stay healthy. Thank you, Mary, for coming on and sharing some time with us. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Power Kid Podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe so that you never miss an episode and leave a good review on iTunes. This helps us find more great listeners just like you. Remember also to check out the other shows that are a part of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. This show is brought to you by the Power Kid Design and Development Team. We are a full-service design and development studio serving the toy and game industry for over 20 years. Our partners, large and small, rely on us for invention, concept development, packaging, branding, prototyping, and much more. You can find me on my LinkedIn page, check out the website at PowerKidDesign.com, or email me directly, phil at PowerKidDesign.com. I am always happy to connect and help you develop your next great product. It's been an honor to spend this time with you today. Now go out and make something great, and remember, you are creative because you were created. God bless, and I'll see you next episode.